Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James Matamontamagno. I am Michael Pants on Fire, Rivette. <laughs> and I'm Christina. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome home, Michael. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I shouldn't be home. Uh, I know last week, I think we talked about it, and I was saying I won't be on the podcast, and I'll be missing you guys, but I'll be listening. <clears throat> and as it turns out, I am on the podcast because the uh, fishing trip I was actually supposed to be going on, uh, I fly into Winnipeg, and then from Winnipeg, I take this little pond jumper, and they fly you an hour north into Canada, middle of nowhere. You land on this dirt runway. And you've got this giant lake all to yourselves, like for the lodge. And you're is just this, is this the opening to the new Animal Crossing game? Is yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Or or Hatchet, if you ever remember, remember that book, it was very similar to that. It's the, I think it's the Firewatch sequel, actually. <laughs> mm, it actually could have been. So as it could turns be. out, the way it works is I arrive in Winnipeg on Thursdays. Friday morning, you meet at this like special side terminal. It's just private, it's just you and like the party. Uh, and then you jump on that little plane and you go and it's, it's a fantastic time. I've been there two or three times before. It's, it's just a blast. Well, this time they, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting. And all of a sudden, uh, there's too much smoke. There's actually a forest fire. We're not sure if we can get you in. We're waiting for the wind to change. Cause now, you know, it's hard to see. You want to see, it's kind of a key part of landing a plane. You want to be able to see the runway. So they said, no, no, no. Little by little, they said, okay, well. The fire started about six miles away. Now we're half a mile away from the lodge. We're, we're let alone are we worried that we can't get you in. We're worried the whole place is going to burn down. So mm. we're canceling the trip. Uh, and then that's what led to my like trying to get home and changing flights and everything like that. So yesterday I got home at uh, by the time I was here and unpacked like done. It was two in the morning. Uh, alarm goes off. Of course, I'm up. It's like six. So I'm running on limited, limited sleep. In case anybody's wondering if I'm a little down, it's that's why. Just I'm on fumes right now. But uh, it was it was a bummer. I shouldn't be home until tomorrow at midnight, as opposed to yesterday or yeah, yesterday at midnight. But uh, it was a bummer. But luckily, the people they are great people. They they still have their lodge. They still have their livelihood. So I'm sure we'll be reimbursed or just have it again next year or something like that. But yeah, little eventful. It was, it was, it was quite the trip. Well, glad everyone made it back safe at least. And and you didn't yeah. get put in that situation. I mean, personally, I was really kind of just like, well, let's, let's just do it. Cause I had my drone. I wanted to get some video. Oh, you I, was wanted, really, yeah. I was thinking about the adventure of it and like filming it. And because I mean, you're on a lake, you just go out in the water. It's not like yeah. you're going to, die you know i mean just out in the middle of the water it's not going to get you you might, there. you might just suffocate and, and well the helicopter i mean it's a big lake so you could just go away from the smoke okay. you'd be fine right. but uh it's more you know obviously there's insurance and and things like that to be considered right. so it's not just about me and my selfish need to have a cool photo which is really all that was on my mind i'm like oh man i'm gonna get some crazy drone photography for safety uh, <laughs> uh, yeah it was kind of like you you really wanted to do that Everest because now everyone's doing Everest. It's all in the news and it's just like an yeah. ant line mm -hmm. up to the top and people are dying because people can't get down. Yeah, they can't even get down. Wow. Just want so. that photo. Just want that photo. Well, Christina, did you almost die this weekend? Not quite. Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Not this week. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for next week, though. <laughs> Well, you you have been sick, so you you I may have been on the sick. verge. Yes, I I was very sick. It was a very scary sickness, but I'm well, you know much who could cure now. that sickness? Do you know who could cure that <gasps> oh, sickness? Oh, what a great segue! Oh, you <laughs> set me up so good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so soon you can rid the world of illness and virus. <laughs> Doctor Mario World. Launches July 10th. Uh, the pre-registration is actually open now. Uh, so and it's going to be open for Android and iOS. Uh, yeah, so you can download it July 10th, and it's going to be free and have in-app purchases. And that's all they told us. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was some cool photos. I think this is going to be huge, though. I really like Candy yeah. Crush. That's basically it's a match three you know game or whatever i think it's gonna be huge i think people are gonna love this assuming the in-app purchases are not crazy this yeah. could be a lot of fun uh it it seems like of the different ips that can move to mobile dr mario 
seems like a perfect match. So so does Pokemon or uh, Mario Kart, but we've already seen that there's maybe some hiccups in that. If this mm-hmm. has limited in-app purchases, this could be a really, really popular game for Nintendo, I think. And I think they only had the two games for mobile planned as a like according to their February was yeah. it their press not their press briefing their financial briefing they only had the Mario Kart game and this game slotted for this year for mobile so we'll see how how it, how it does yeah I'm, I'm excited I'm excited I pre pre registered I'm in I'm, I'm the, watch the video of how to play I've played Doctor Mario but it has the same UI as Super Mario Run very similar look and mm. feel to it. And that is different than the look and feel of Mario Kart, I would say. So probably two different dev teams in general. Mm. But the bubbly look ha- is pretty familiar. There are diamonds. And whenever there are Ooh. diamonds and coins, that scares me a little bit. That's How many diamonds am I have to currency. Buy? Two you know? of them. So, yeah. so I'm in. hopefully it's good. The, I like the look. I'm I'm ready to try it. I did the same. I already pre-downloaded or pre-registered, whatever that means. And I assume when it comes out, it'll be on my phone when I wake up type thing. But I'm excited. I want to try this. I, and I hope I hope it's good. What did Dr. Mario originally come out on? I think Game I Boy? played on... It was a Game Boy? I, I thought I played on a, on a console. I thought NES, maybe. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Just curious because I didn't know. It's an know. older, older okay. game. I'm sure All it's right. been on other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, NES. And yes, was it? Okay. Yes. All right. Nice. So I don't know about you guys. I have not heard of the Games for Change Awards. I didn't know about this. But in the 2019 Games for Change Awards, Nintendo Labo hits it out of the park with the Game of the Year. Now, if you weren't familiar with it, basically this award show celebrates um, all the best games and cross-reality experiences that are have some sort of social impact or contribute towards a learning experience. So it, based on that definition, it is zero surprise that Labo hit it out of the park with the game of the year. I think it's a perfect contender, let alone winner. And while I'm not personally invested in Labo, I cannot deny the 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 possibilities with this, right? And especially for somebody that likes to get their hands onto something, the creativity levels that are possible with Labo, makes perfect sense that I won. So next in Nintendo news, I'm going to mention that Nintendo opened its second store, official store. Uh, It's located in a mall. (laughs) It's located in a mall in Tel Aviv, Israel, Um, 14 years after Nintendo New York. Now, there are plans that they mentioned in February to open a sister location in Tokyo later this fall. Uh, So I think this is great news, and I'm excited to see what else it will bring. Wow, that's I'm I'm amazed that's the second one. I would have thought for sure yeah, there's right? many others. Yeah. And then that they're opening two in one year after 14 years. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So it's, I think Nintendo's getting a lot of great momentum right now. I'm into it. I want one everywhere. Like I don't yeah. know. I, I sort of live in the city in which there's a Nintendo headquarter. Maybe I can get mm-hmm. one soon. Maybe. I think there would be one there. They must yeah, they must have a store in their campus though that public can go to right not even there no no so there is a store in nintendo hq but the nintendo head headquarters in redmond it's it's interesting right so microsoft campus across the street we have a um, we have a microsoft store and company store inside of it and anyone can go in there's sort of a microsoft you can kind of you know experience if you will when i went to nintendo outside um, there's just a Nintendo sign and you can't get past the front desk unless you have a meeting with somebody. Now, I was lucky about maybe two, three years ago, I want to say. Yeah, maybe two and a half years ago. It was right around when Breath of the Wild was coming out. So two years ago, the um, uh, I had a meeting at Nintendo and I got to go to the company store and you'll see me on the podcast every once in a while. If you watch this live, I'll have like some Nintendo shirts and you can only get those at the Redmond store. Like they actually have Redmond on them. And then they have all the games and accessories, but they have exclusive swag for that. But again, you have to be with someone that works with Nintendo to let you in or have a meeting. So uh, I would like to have an official Nintendo store because when I went to New York the one time, I did get to stop in very shortly and I was pretty much amazed and I would just spend all my money 
I did. I believe I spent two hundred dollars. Oh my god! The... <laughs> like <laughs> this, wow! It just pr- it prints money. Or they're like, "Is this yeah. a thirty dollars t shirt?" I mean, I don't, I don't care. Just take my money. <laughs> I, I I almost and I, I kind of kicked myself the last time I was there. Just recently, I, I there was a couple exclusive to the store t-shirts that are just really cool, really yeah. simple, just really tasteful Nintendo t-shirts. And I really wanted it. And for whatever reason, you kind of, you kind of shrug it off. Like, Oh, I'll be down here again. I'll come down again. And, and you never do. It's like a year later before you come back down. But next time I go down, I'm definitely picking up at least a Nintendo hoodie or t-shirt because I mean, why not? Yeah. Sa- why not? Same here. There was a shirt that I really wanted there. And as soon as I got home, I looked for it online because I was going to add it to my wish list. It wasn't online. Nope. Learn my lesson. <laughs> nope. Yeah. That's why they need more of them everywhere. More Nintendo yes. swag. All right. Well, and some other game news. Uh, our good friends, friends of the podcast, Evolver Digital, who have one of the creepiest E3 press conferences oh. ever. I recommend not <laughs> watching it. Don't watch it. Um, they sent out a tweet uh, earlier this week about the brand new game, which we talked about, which none of us purchased, which I'm very on the fence because I really want to buy it. My friend Pedro, which I saw at PAX last year, was blown away by it. Uh, they tweeted that um, my friend Pedro is the largest and best selling launch on the Nintendo Switch for Devolver Digital yet, which is pretty bananas. Now, they didn't release exact sales numbers, but we can speculate because I love speculation because in April they revealed that Katana Zero was the second fastest Switch game for them behind Enter the Gungeon. This means that my friend Pedro did better than Enter the Gungeon. Uh, and between Switch and PC, Katana Zero sold over 100,000 copies the first week, which I'd have to assume. I'm not sure on the split there, but let's say 50-50 to be the second. I have to imagine that on the Switch, my friend Pedro sold an estimated 100,000-ish copies week one. That's just math, people. Math. Well, that's math. <laughs> that's what we call math. That's so. crazy. I mean, great for them. They're they're crushing it, like you said. That we a lot of the times the games that come out are very varied, which I I really appreciate. You know, sometimes you may have a publisher or developer that kind of has their their vibe, their look. Devolver Digital puts out something, and it's very broad. Like some of the games are totally different from the others. I'm I'm all for it. This one looks fantastic, and I'm sure it'll I'll have it at some point. Yeah. Now some other. Bad news on the way, though. <laughs> now, I was a Kickstarter backer of Bloodstained, uh, which I'm super duper excited about. Uh, basically, if you like Castlevania, this is right up your alley. This is from the original creator of it. I was a Kickstarter backer, and they you know, appreciated my backing so much that they decided to release the game on my birthday. What a great day. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were just like, wow, James, you're a great backer. You did not even do the top tier. You're right in the middle, and your birthday is right in the middle of the year. So, boom. Uh, we're releasing on your birthday on the switch. We'll release it on the other councils first. Now, um, I did, I did back this, so I will get a physical copy and a digital copy. So one of you lucky people right here that I'm looking at on the live stream, Michael and Christina, you will get a copy of this game digitally. Yes. Now I don't know. You guys just have to fight over it, but we'll have to fight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah. So some bad news though, is it's coming out and they found a game breaking bug in it which is a problem but don't worry there's a patch so patch 102 um if you don't have this the problem is if you play the game and then you upgrade to 102 with game save data then the treasure chests that are in the game that you'll need to unlock to open like uh, unlock the rest of the game open in the incorrect state so like if it's closed it's actually open (laughs) <laughs> but if it's open, that's actually closed. So you can't open it because it's already open. You know what I mean? It's already. Yeah. Oh, so so for the digital version, don't worry on the switch. You're OK. When you download it, 102 will be there for physical copies, though. Either never update your game ever or make sure that you update the game before you even play it Star. at all. Yeah. So do that. But it's out there. You'll be fine. Update your game when you get it. Um, and hopefully the next versions of the physical copy will have uh, the fix in it. Yeah, like round two nice. of production. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. good that at least they caught it before that it was actually released so they could let people know. 
Yeah. I, it was really nice of PlayStation and Xbox players to find that for us Switch players yeah. ahead of time. I really appreciate that. I'm excited for this. I mean, I have, you know, we talk about it later, but uh, I have good memories of Castlevania. So this looks better and better every time they've talked about it. So I'm really thinking this this is going to be good. Sounds like you're pretty, Hopefully. it sounds like you're pretty excited for it. So I will humbly forfeit my claim to the code just for you, Michael. I, I don't even think you checked it on the list, I so <laughs> I guess I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just so selfless. It would have been kind of a, a bummer if you pushed hard for it, <laughs> considering you didn't even want it. It's all, all for you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. thanks. Uh, and other update news. Ro- if you're a Rocket League player, there's an update out now. It's version 1.2.1 on the Switch, uh, and it includes new content as well as a couple bug fixes. All about all about that Rocket League yeah. life all day. Yeah. Now I love when Nintendo teams up with anybody. They did it with Nerf with the cool guns and Fortnite and all that jazz happening. So this is even cooler, I think. Nintendo is teaming up with Hot Wheels to bring a World of Mario Kart toy line. So essentially, what Hot Wheels is doing, they're creating a uh, die-cast Mario Kart vehicles that you can use to race and crash and play on these Mario Kart tracks, themed tracks. This sounds fantastic. We were scrutinizing the photos because what I would love, and I this doesn't seem to be the case, but what this makes me think of, and I'm sure others remember these, but you had those tracks where they had the metal in it and you would like go spinning around the tracks. That's what I was thinking. This was at first, and I was just like, this is everything I've ever dreamed of. This seems to be a little bit more simplified. It does seem to have some sort of spinning parts in it because there's really high banks and things like that. So it looks like you put your cars in the, in the starting slot, you hit a button from the photo, it shoots the car around. And once it gets to a, a like a sort of a slowdown spot, there appears to be spinners that'll shoot it around the bank uh, to get to make the complete loop. It looks fantastic. It looks so fun. I think this is really, really exciting. There's three game inspired tracks that will be out uh, be available when it comes out. You have the uh, Piranha Plant slide track and the Thomp Ruins track. I think if this comes out. Uh, it seems it seems like Hot Wheels has a, a Mario Kart Comic Con thing going on July seventeenth to twenty first, and you're going to be able to play Mario Kart there, and they're going to have a Metal Mario diecast vehicle available, which will be exclusive to the event but you can also get it if you pre-purchase so it'll be very very limited i'm excited for this i think it looks great i think it just says summer 2019 right now i cannot wait to get this for my nephew (laughs) it's like my mission in life to get him into mario kart so this is gonna be perfect (laughs) i want it so much i think that's yeah yeah i think but at least she has a nephew it's a little weird if we have it set up in like our living room Like, just, no. just come pretend. on over somebody's like oh who's who's got the kid just, just say oh, oh no, it's, that's, it's that's for that's my mine. nephew just use my excuse yeah, there you go yeah, yeah even if you do, oh even if you don't have a nephew yeah, you're just gonna say yeah. it. i that do works. have a nephew okay. though i like that that's not a lie mm, just, just sure <laughs> sure <laughs> planting the seed right here i'm so into it i can't wait i'm in for two but you know what else i'm also into a new switch mini you know, I love rumors. rumors. <laughs> we need a new rumor. We need a rumor mill like sound for this. Wah, 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 rumors. Uh, yeah. Wah, wah, rumors. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so here's what's happening. Last week, two weeks ago, it was there's going to be a new pro and a new mini. Last week, there's going to be a new pro. Then it's in production. And then now we're like, there's pictures. Now there's pictures of a switch mini. Are they real? Nobody knows. Here's what's happened, though. Two different articles that have come out about the Switch Mini. We did talk about Nintendo moving their production uh, out of China uh, into uh, South Asia. And the first pictures that have come out are accessories. That seems to be always the leak. Remember the iPhone leaks and whatever? It's always Always. accessories, these accessory makers. It's from accessory maker Hansen, I'm sure we've all heard of. I think they're sort of, you know, just mass production type of stuff. They had 11 different products showcasing what they say is switch mini with a lowercase mini, which seems on point. Now mm-hmm. people have 
broken down these photos are a little blurry. They don't really look like they're production quality. Uh, and Hansen said, you know, basically came out and said, you know, totally happening. Like, you know, it's going to happen. But, you know, they're kind of, you know, renders and you know 3D prints and it'll, it'll be it'll look similar is kind of what they said. I said, all right, that that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, but then there's even more rumors because the Spanish uh, arm of game, which is a very large game retailer, especially in the UK, they accidentally listed like 40 Nintendo Switch mini accessories on their website. Uh, oops. And yeah, whoops, whoopsie <laughs> poopsie. So game.es did. They're all removed now. Uh, and at the same time, we're also hearing that um, there is um, chip manufacturers in Taiwan one that I think is Taiwan, yep, Taiwan that I was reading this morning that are getting huge orders from Nintendo. So there is writings on the wall that either A, something is happening or B, Nintendo's just making more switches. Like nobody knows. That's crazy. I mean, from the renders, if it does look like that, it looks nice. I think it, it's simple. You know, I don't know how important it is to somebody to take a Joy-Con off, but if you're looking for a cheaper switch, Cool. I mean, it's bound to happen. The mock-ups themselves look look like the quality of them were terrible. <laughs> yeah. But the device itself does yeah. look pretty sleek. Yeah, so we'll see. And that's what Nintendo does. I mean, mm -hmm. look at the 3DS when it first came out, and then the refined version was 100 times more uh, clean. So I'm excited for this. I think it's, I'm going to check it out. I wouldn't buy one personally because I'm completely content with what I have, but I do think it's a nice option, yeah. especially for families. When yeah, I first, I when I, when I first heard about the rumor though, I was like, okay, Hansen, that doesn't really sound like a name I'm familiar with, but they said in the article that they've been, they're a company that's been creating game accessories since 2004. So it's not like a brand that was created overnight just to create a rumor or prank people or anything like that. So then in my mind, I'm like, okay, they could be trying to get ahead because of all these other rumors that are coming out. Maybe they're just producing all of these things to get ahead of the game. So they're kind of guessing, guessing on the size yeah. of things. But at the same time, for 11 different products, that's a huge investment for yeah. a company mm -hmm. to. So that that was just my thought process and bringing like validity to the rumor. But yeah. Yeah. Well, when we know. We'll know and we'll report on yeah. it. <laughs> we know no. you'll yeah. know. Well, yeah. Christina, do you know what time it is? I think I do know what time it is. It's time for Michael's Fortnite Lou Lama Supply Drop Update. <laughs> so we've got two announcements <laughs> this week, and I'm going to start off with the smaller of the two. It's version 9.3. This didn't really add a whole lot. We do have a new interesting item. It's a chug splash Stupid. item. It's a throwable. Terrible. Which is kind of No, this could be cool. It. This could be a make or break. This could be big. So essentially what this is, is your, it's a life grenade is all it is. If, if you're in a battle and maybe most likely I fall and Mots needs to save me. He could throw this chug splash. It lands on me. I get an additional 20 health points. Now imagine, imagine I get knocked down. The, the clock is ticking. Mots is two miles away on a cliff somewhere. He heaves this like a quarterback in the NFL. It hits me 20 extra seconds. Just enough time for Moss to get there and save the day like the hero he is. Oh, my God. Or it's just, you know, you, you, you know what I've done with it so far is I'll I'll be starting the game and I was like, I'll, I'll do a few chugs and then I like pick up these uh, chug splashes and then I just throw them at the ground and like, <laughs> like, let me get to 90. Let me get to 90. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So that is another way of doing it too. Anybody that's in this radius will benefit from it. That does include enemies. So if you're in a like close quarter combat, you're helping them. They're helping, you're helping your own teammate. It's anarchy, but it will improve 20 health. If you're full of health, it improves 20 shields. So just something to think about, little extra strategy there. One thing I am devastated about, it was, I hate this game now, I'm no longer going to play, is the boom bow has been vaulted. I am so bummed about this. Uh, it was one of my favorite weapons in the game, so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm just a little, I'm a little bummed. 
But on bigger news, we have 14 days of summer. This has just been announced, and it looks like it's coming out tomorrow. Hello. And it's going to run until July 9th. This is essentially... Every day is like a new event. So what Fortnite is doing is they're going to have 14 different limited time modes. Each one obviously is going to have different criteria, different rules, different whatever. Uh, some you may like, some you may hate. You know, we we do that as it is now. I'm excited to see what they do. And for each day, they're going to have they're going to unvault a recently vaulted weapon. So I may get a chance once again to have my boom bow. We shall see. But yeah, a couple fun little things happening in the world of Fortnite. Now I'm going to take you through the top 10 best sellers of the week. First, which is first last week, it hasn't moved at all. NBA 2K19. Second is Cadence of Hyrule. Third is Crypt of the Necker Dancer. Fourth is Hollow Knight. Fifth is Cuphead. Sixth is Mario Kart Deluxe 8. Seventh is Stardew Valley. Eighth, Final Fantasy 7. Nine, My Friend Pedro. And tenth, Super Mario Odyssey. And then going on past the top 10, just to make a couple notes for a few other games. Eleventh is Collection of Mana, which was released very shortly. Or not very shortly, but not too long ago. (laughs) Twelfth is Skyrim. Not really new, uh, but... They had a great sale, so it's kind of snuck its way up there. 13th is Timberman, and we wanted to bring this up. Well, Timberman versus, we wanted to bring this up because it's 90% off. It's only 19 cents. Not really new, but you definitely want to pick that up. 14th is Super Mario Maker 2 for pre-purchase. Hmm. Yeah. As somebody that has Timberman versus, it's definitely worth 19 cents. Do you have do you have Timberman or Timberman versus? I have that one. Yeah, me too. Okay, okay. Timberman versus. I was confused and I was going uh, through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they did have the same. They're just giving it away. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's definitely worth it. It's, it's fun. It's a quick, for 19 cents, it's definitely worth having on your Switch. Now we're going to get to the new releases for the week. And on the 24th, we'll have Azrin Tales Trials for $13. On the 25th, Devil May Cry for 20 bucks. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, we just talked about, $40. We, The Revolution, for $20. Super Neptuna RPG for $50. On the 27th, we have MotoGP 19 for $50. Gunya Fighter, $25. Sega Ages Wonder Boy Monster Land for $8. Human Rocket Person for $5. Sega Ages Virtual Racer for $8. Furwind for $10. Wartech Fighters for $20. Dandy Dungeon The Legend of Brave Yamada, $25. Graveyard Keeper, $20. Chicka Chicka Boxy Bro Wrestling, <laughs> I try to say it fast, $15. <laughs> Nikopara Volume 3, $15. Boba's Mausoleum Episode 2, 1313. Barnabas Dead and Drive, $7. Lines X, $1. Irony Curtain from Mari Yashaka with Love, $20. Epic Astro Story, $12. Rain City, $7.58. Bit Logic, a cyberpunk arcade adventure for $7. On the 28th, Super Mario Maker 2, $60. Rally Rock Racing, $10. Headball Soccer Deluxe, $5. Real Drift Racing, $5. Spell Casting Perfectly Portable <laughs> Edition, $10. Maddening in Euphoria, $1. And another site. Woo! Long list. Now we're going to go back to the top. We got a whole bunch of check marks. What are you guys looking for? Starting with you, Christina. I think we need to talk about Devil May Cry a little bit because all three of us have this one checked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's one yeah. of the two that we all checked this week. Really? Uh, one of the three we all checked this week. Three. Yeah. Wow. This nev- that never happens. I know. <laughs> but ever since I saw so I never played Devil May Cry to be like, when it was out what, a long time ago. I don't even know what it first came out on. I never heard of it until last year, actually, when it was announced at E3 that they were remaking it. Um, and then you, Michael, told me to look into it a little bit. Now, mm-hmm. there has been 15 minutes of Switch gameplay revealed for Devil May Cry. Um, I have a link in the show notes. I don't know if any of you guys got a chance to take a look, but it looks pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like 30 years old, so it should port pretty well, I would think, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope. <laughs> but I loved Devil May Cry. I remember thinking it was one of the coolest games at the time. I think it was PlayStation when I played it. I don't even remember. But uh, very, very cool. You play as Dante and <clears throat> you have a great big sword and guns and it was just wonderful. I think his guns were called ebony and ivory if i remember correctly and you'd be doing sword attacks and then all of a sudden you had like almost bullet time you'd slow down you'd as you're coming down on the ground it was very very stylized very you felt uh like a like a real um just animal coming playing through the game just tearing demons up it was it was a lot of fun i'm all about it i think that i didn't i played devil may cry i was never a playstation person uh I played it at some friend's house and I enjoyed it. I never played through it all. So this will be a good way to go through. I don't know if I want to spend $20, maybe $10 maybe it goes on sale, but it does have me sort of hopes that I, I know that like on Xbox, there's a whole backwards compatibility and you bought the game back then, all these things, which is cool. But I'm sort of hoping that some other games come over. Like I would love to see Max Payne because, you know, when you're staring down the barrel of a shotgun time slows down <laughs> i just remember it's so iconic so things like that would be all about it so that that i would i'll probably guess i'll probably pick this up when it's um 10 bucks it is 10 gigs so it's not the remaster it's mm. just the original devil may cry from the what old I game just what it is so yeah. we'll see how that turns out what else did we i think it's awesome for people that haven't played it though yeah. so uh christina definitely should check it out yeah i will i will what else you got uh, the ne- the next one I marked was MotoGP 19. Mm. Now, the only reason I marked this one is because I love racing games. And recently, I've, I've been into motorcycles, I guess. Mm-hmm. But compared to all the other racing games that are on the list, and there's like three or four other games coming out that are racing, this one is definitely the best quality. It looks great for the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I had to check that one. I thought it looked cool. Nice. Um then next, I had Human Rocket Person, which is the second game that all three of us had checked. <laughs> and um, what was so the def- I, description of Human Rocket Person? <laughs> the description of Human Rocket Person is, Human Rocket Person is an absurdly fun platformer where you jump and fly through levels on your trusted pogo stick using rotten apples to fart out rainbows. <laughs> I'm in. I mean, that sounds, if that doesn't sound. <laughs> it sell sounds it. great. Definitely look this up at the eShop and watch the video for it. It's hilarious. Mm. <laughs> and it's only $5. Like, why? Like, I mean, come on. That's that's so cheap. It looks great. I mean, yeah. with features like pogo jumping, platforming, junk physics, and rainbow farts, I mean, you can't go wrong. <laughs> also, is there this new thing with pogo sticks? Like, this new trendy thing with posts? I just saw a commercial, like, right before the podcast. It was all, it all took place on a pogo stick. Like, is, this, is this something I missed? Like It's the new unicycle, the pogo Apparently. stick. I, I have to read yeah. the end of this, too, because it says, note from this is on the Nintendo site. I'll put a link in the show notes. This is from, okay. the, from the developers. Note from the developers. This game is incredibly hard due to the intentional awkward controls and the level design. By the end of the game, you will hate us, the developers. It's one of those games where you die a lot, but in a funny way. <laughs> We put a great effort into making a unique game full of surprises and weird moments. We hope the fun will out overweigh the frustration and what um, are and that you will be happy that you've overcome the struggles of playing it. Wow. <laughs> Just a warning there. Yeah, yeah you're, you're going nice. to you're going to hate this game, basically, is what they're saying. Yeah. I do love the death animations because they're just like deadpan, like flobbing all over the place. Yeah, some good physics Funny. happening. Yeah. I mean, five bucks. <laughs> and I definitely put a check because, I'll, I, you know, this is going to be on like a, a dollar oh, yeah. sale at some point soon. And I, I will yeah. have to pick it up because it's just going to be it's going to be a, a fun game to laugh at for a little while. It's definitely going to be the kind of game you'll see streamed a whole bunch for like a week. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it'll be the thing for well, like a week. You can put on the wish yep. list. And now that you have your wish list emails working, what a great day. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> now we'll get a notice. What else did you get checked? Uh, the next thing, which is the third game we all had checked, was Maddening Euphoria. Mm-hmm. 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 So I'm not really quite sure how to explain this game, but it's only a dollar. And it seems like like just those fun, one of those fun games has a good beat and you're like jumping. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a music it's puzzle explain. game, yeah. essentially, where you're kind, kind of, yeah. of working your way through a maze, I guess, you know, sort of mm-hmm. like a like a circular maze to a beat. Yeah. And it's very uh, just colors, bright colors and kind of crazy 
you know, color palettes and stuff like that. It seems interesting. I put, I think my comment for this game was it looks worth the cost, but not by much. So it is <laughs> almost worth the $1. I will say there's a photo of a, there's a photo of a llama in one of the screenshots and in the video. So I'm in. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be I good. thought they were just trying to be like super trippy and like randomly you'll see like random images of things pop up. Maybe you'll see a turtle at some point. That's possible. I don't know. That's uh, the vibe I got. So <laughs> for this one, you know what it started because at first when I was watching, I was just not interested. I did like the music, yeah. uh, the, the gameplay of it, you know, it was kind of like it doesn't seem that overly interesting. I hadn't seen the cost and I was thinking, you know what? I would grab this for a dollar. And it was a dollar. It was a dollar. <laughs> but then on top of that, it made me think back of the game Mots and I got hooked on for a little while where we kept going back and forth trying to beat each other's score, where that also was just kind of like you wouldn't really be into that game if you weren't challenging me back and forth. So to me, this mm -hmm. could be that very same thing where for the dollar, you grab it and then you see, oh, Mots posted a bigger score. Oh, Christina posted a bigger score. Now I have to play again. And I think that could be. That could be fun. I could see that happening. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I think the last one I had checked was another site. And it the, the art style of this one looks really interesting. I wish they showed a little gameplay, like a gameplay trailer of it. But it's like this girl who is blind or she just finds herself to be blind one day. And she has like a companion pet to guide her. But it's a cat. Mm. If my cat was my was my like companion it it would just guide me off a cliff like it it, it wouldn't care yeah, it doesn't so i just care. thought it was funny that they used a cat but it still looked pretty interesting um sure yeah i thought uh, I, I thought this one looked beautiful i just need more information on it you did also have rain city yeah i felt the same about rain city too i thought it looked really interesting really captivating the art style was really cool it definitely feels like it's for maybe like younger kids. It has a storybook look to it. Yeah, it has like a, a click and like a, a point and click kind of adventure game kind of feel to it. Mm -hmm. But I I thought it looked interesting. Very well done. Um, the story looks really cool. And I do also want to know Lines X for a dollar is is on the list this week. It wasn't a mistake. They changed the release date. Gotcha. So, yes. Nice. That's it for me. <laughs> what do you got, Mots? Well, like I said, a lot of what you kind of had checked. I had Human Rocket Person, of course. Devil May Cry, of course. I, I I put MotoGP on, not because I like motorcycle, because I always sometimes like to point out, this is a more expensive game. It's not my type of game, but it looks like it's well done, and it's a you know pretty good series that comes to the Switch. I mm -hmm. put on, of course, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Mm. I already own it basically five times because I <laughs> give all the money to the Kickstarter. Uh, so I, I love Castlevania. I love the Game Boy games. Uh, and, you know, this has, you know, online play, cloud save data. I don't know what the online play is, but there's online something, probably, you know, some sync or whatnot. But it looks beautiful. I was following, you know, the production of it the entire time. If you love Metroidvania type of games, it's going to be right up your alley. I'm super into it. I even enjoyed the 8-bit version game that they put out. Remember, I played through the whole thing. I loved it. So good. Uh, we both checked, uh, what else did we check on here? Oh, I guess I checked, um, the Sega ages game, the wonder boy monster land, not virtual racing. I don't like virtual racing. Take that. But these are really kind of remastered, redone up res games. And I had never played uh wonder boy monster land, uh, which looks really good, um, in general. And I didn't even remember the backlog of it in general, but that was, um, that was released in 1988 for the master system. So it's kind of been like redone in, in general, completely up -resed. Um, and yeah, it's been remastered a few times, but the Sega ages ones are like when they do them up, that's why they're $8. Mm. So it looks really good. I I'm probably going to pick it up because it does look like a really nice up -res. Uh, then I also put two other ones on there for funsies. The first one I put was fur wind because who doesn't love a game that has fur in the title, but it sort of looks um, like, uh, what does it look like? It's an action platformer. You play a little fox. Who doesn't love playing as a little fox? Uh, it sort of has a hybrid of a Celeste slash Zelda type of game in a way, but in a 2D, you know, not top down, but 2D, you know, side scrolling. It looked really cute. Um, 10 bucks, I'm in. The WarTech Fighters, I thought that you were going to put this on your list, 
This game is a brand new release, so it's just coming out for the first time on all consoles. Uh, and it's a mech warrior slash, you know, Japanese anime style, big mech shooting shenanigans. Sort of like that game that's coming out from Nintendo. Demon X Machina. I was, yeah, I was just going to say it looks so much like that game. Yeah, it looks yeah. a little bit more frantic, like a lot of like very open. Whereas like Damon X, we when the levels we played, you're like on a planet. This looks like you're like you're in space, mm -hmm. but it just looks like you're like just destroying stuff like crazy. Uh, so that one looked really cool uh, in general. And I put on Super Mario Maker. We all should buy it, but we're not going to. But I'm not going to buy it. But um, I know I just feel like I should point it out. Right. I don't know. Sure. I, I mean, it. I don't think the game's going to need help. But no, in my opinion, there is a lot I like about the idea of Super Mario Maker 2. I just don't want to build levels. I know as much as sometimes it seems interesting to me, I just know I'm not going to. Right. And it's just kind of like, do I do I need that? There's other games that I would rather. There's, there's multiple indies that I could buy with that $60. There's other $60 games coming out that I could spend the money on. So for me, it's a pass, but I know people are going to just go crazy for it. And I think they did a great job with it. It's just, I, I'm not going to play it. And it's just, I'm passing that one by. I have a lot of the same checks as everybody. I did Devil May Cry. I definitely want to pick that up when it's on sale. I'd love to play through it again and see if I kind of have the same feeling as as when I played it for the first time. Bloodstained, I think, looks beautiful. I have great memories of playing Simon's Quest. I never played the first one. I always played Simon's Quest. That was like my introduction into Castlevania. And then years later, I played one of the, like the, um, not one of the non 2D ones. It was like a, you were kind of, third person walk, working your way through some mansion somewhere. And I tried to look that up to, to pinpoint it because I could not remember the name of it. And apparently almost all of them are mansion based, which Simon's quest seems like you're working through the fields a lot more like getting through swamps and stuff. But I guess at some mm -hmm. point you do get to, you know, like Dracula's mansion. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I did put a check for we, the revolution. Now I cannot decide at $20. It would be a wish list thing for me. It seems like it's a very story based choice type thing. It made me remember back to when I used to play this game in school called, and if reelected where you basically had to, it was, a, it was another political game where you became the president and all of these things kept coming up and you had to, this was like in grade school, I don't know, fourth grade, fifth grade, we used to play this game and you had to make choices based on those choices at the end of the, like the cycle of the game, all of the states started to vote and you had to be reelected. That was the goal of the game to become president again. So this is very much like that. It's a political sort of your choices make some sort of difference in the the french revolution so seemed interesting i don't know if i'd pay twenty dollars for it but i put it on there i did mark human rocket person for five dollars seems just funny weird uh bit logic a cyberpunk arcade adventure for seven dollars i thought this looked kind of interesting i don't know i did a one check just because i wanted to you know keep an eye on this it is basically uh just like a platform you know, side-scrolling platform adventure game where you're uh, trying to hack into, I don't know, like the, the the code or something and try to figure out what's going on. I like the look of it. kind of has like this max uh, headroom from, you know, if you ever saw the show or in Back to the Future 2 where mm -hmm. like he's serving you Coke. It kind of reminded me of that mixed with Tron and some other just side-scrolling elements. Uh, it seemed interesting. I don't know. I'm keeping an eye on it. And I also did a, a couple marks at that matting euphoria and another site. Nothing was a must other than bloodstain, though. A lot of a lot of check marks from us. I, I was going through yeah. I was creating the show notes and I go, oh, boy, there's a lot of games. I didn't even look at them yet. And I was like, I, I surprisingly put a lot of check marks. Yeah. In. I know you two are hard sell. So I was surprised when I came in today and I was like, yeah there was there I, was I quite was a few yeah one I of our most too, i was going through yeah. yeah very very cool but that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show what you playing well over for me this will be a quick and easy one doing some fortnite shenanigans mm -hmm. natch um also played some more of the uh, down, what is it? Down well, downfall, mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. What is that? The heck down is that well, because you're going down, 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 down a well, a well. 
Yeah, we, we, <laughs> it's in the name. It's in the name. Down, down the well. I continue to play through that. It's very much fun. Recommend it. Uh, and I, I want to download some demos. I, I feel like I need to do that um, some more. But uh, obviously, Everyday Pokemon Go. And then mm. all three of us are now friends on the brand new Harry Potter game. So mm-hmm. I well, it's not a Nintendo game. I have been playing the new Harry Potter whatever. Couldn't 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 take time to make an icon that actually works on Android. It's like oh. a terrible. It's like a child drew it. Yeah. AKA I drew it. It's it's really <laughs> terrible. And I, I've been playing the game. It's not a game that you can walk and play like Pokemon Go. From my experience, I am pretty lucky because where I am in my house, there's like one of everything around me. So I don't even have to leave the house and I can just oh, get that's everything. Nice. That that's is good. nice. But besides that, uh, it's fine. It, I don't know. It's not Pokemon. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that's my Harry Potter. But all right. Well, for me, I got back into Hollow Knight a little bit just trying to work my way back in it and figure out where the heck I even left off. Like it was scary because in hollow Knight, when you die, uh, your, your spirit or wherever stays where you died. So Mm. what happens is you, you come back to life and you have, um, your, your healing orb or however you want to explain it is broken. So you can only heal it half of what it normally could be healed and you have no more of your money. So what you do have to do is you have to find your spirit, defeat it, and get you you complete your healing orb. So now you can heal up as to max, and you get all of your money back that you lost. The problem is if you die again before you've gotten to your spirit, it's gone. You don't get that back any longer, and you have to start you know trying to save all your money back up again. So I not only for whatever reason died and saved the game and decided to stop playing. I don't know why I didn't make my way back to my spirit first, but I didn't know where it was. I had to find it. And then where I was, I was like, this is a very difficult spot. So now I'm trying to hurry up and relearn, you know, all of the controls, but I managed to do it. Everything is saved. We're good to go. And it just reminded me of like, wow, I really enjoy this game. I played some more of Crypt of the Necro Dancer, getting a little bit better. I boogied my way right down to level two, but it's it gets it gets hard. Um, and then I bought Carnival Games. It was on sale. I had this it was just one of those crazy games I had on my wish list from like the beginning of the Switch. And basically, it's what it sounds like. It's all like you know the the rolling the ball into the the hoops and like trying to get like at a carnival. It was I think half off, so maybe fifteen dollars or something like that. And it's been fun. You have to earn it though, so it's not even like they just give you everything. You have oh. to like unlock them as challenges. So I was kind of like, okay. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm also doing Harry Potter. I've been pottering it up. There's a couple of things Harry I Potter. don't love. Harry Potter. Have you have you been have you been Harry finding Potter. your findables? Yeah, I've been trying to find them. Uh, I will say it is not a walking game. That is for sure. It's not a single hand game. Like those casting those spells, you're not doing it with one hand. It's just not happening. Uh, and I wish Pokemon Go, they hit out of the park with the adventure mode and stuff. They did not bring those things over into this Harry Potter game, which is frustrating because you not only have to have it open and on like awake while you walk to unlock certain things there's no real reason to walk with it on pokemon are popping up in this there's not things popping up you could be sitting in one spot like you said and play the entire game so it seems like this is even more reason to have that tracking your steps in the background than having it active so i think that'll happen in an update but that has been me so I've been playing more Zelda Breath of the Wild, mm. and I'm I'm so close to finishing it, guys. Nice. So close. It's happening. I just have the final. I just have the final boss. I've defeated all the the last um, guardian. And are you in the castle? Oh, I I kind of snuck my way into the castle just to get the last image, like the twelfth image mm. or whatever, to complete the story. And then I got the thirteenth one. Um, but uh, spoiler yeah. alert! Hello, jeez. Some oh, of us, geez. some everybody, of us will, some of us will never finish the game. This game <laughs> well, now you know, Mats. Now you know. There's more to find. There's more. There's always more to find. <laughs> always. Um, I played a little Dust Squared. I uh, with a friend of mine. I found out that she had a Switch. She got one for Christmas and never told me. 
<laughs> so I was showing her a bunch of games in the eShop and the stuff that she could get because she only has uh, Super Mario. She has Mario Party. Mario Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, you know, there's all this stuff in the eShop and there's stuff for like 20 cents, right? <laughs> so um, got them hooked on Death Squared. It's a good one. Been playing Pokemon Go. What was that? It's a good one. I mean, it, yeah. it's a lot of fun, yeah. especially in a, in a group. Yeah, and it was cool seeing the realization because she was here and I was like, oh, too bad you don't have Death Squared. That'd be a great game to play together when I go to your house later. I'm like, wait, you have a dock. I could just plug my Switch into your dock and we can play. <laughs> we got really excited. <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> um, been playing more Pokemon Go. I absolutely love Adventure Sync. It's great. Um, and, and that's probably what's making the game so exciting for me. I'm hatching eggs by not even using the game, essentially. It's great. Um, I started playing Harry Potter. I haven't really gotten pulled into it very much. I just love the music. Um, we can, we can talk about that more another time though, after we all get to play it a little more. Um, and I was going to buy Lines X and report back to you guys because I was really curious about it. But they changed the release date. So maybe next week, unless they move the release date again. We'll find out. And I also I also almost got uh oh, you're gonna have to help me with the name. Uh the garden between us. Mm. Gardens in between us. It was on sale for ten bucks. Nice. I didn't I'm I didn't pick it up. I Uh should I? I don't know. I don't know. Because it looks really good, but I'm like trying to finish Breath of the Wild. It's so close. I don't know. I don't buy know. them all. That's what I buy them all. Don't play any of them. That's that's the that's, <laughs> that's the, the Matt's philosophy. Yeah, that's the Matt's philosophy. Yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll see. Maybe I'll buy it this week. I'll I'll leave that cliffhanger for for our next episode. Nice. Will Christina yeah. buy another game ever? No one knows. No one. Well, knows. honestly though, you should really play Mario Party with your friend because they have that two switch thing. And I need to know if you need to have both switches or if there's some mode or guest mode or something i don't understand how that works but remember when mario party mm-hmm. came out and you're like oh you put your two switches together and you're like i want to try that i don't yeah. know how that works oh do you both need uh, mario party to even do it i don't even, i don't know i don't know probably you're gonna have to get to the bottom of this or is it like the ds i would assume, can, I, would assume yeah. I would need it because otherwise my switch wouldn't have the software on it to actually run it maybe there's no way of knowing it's a nintendo magic <laughs> yeah exactly Maybe if any of our listeners know how it works, tweet at us. It transfers it over just like an amiibo. It just boop pops it into your game. <laughs> it's magic. Little Pikmin come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done have you ever done like a 3DS system transfer before? No. Or we no, it's it's really cute. So when you go to transfer, like you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a new one. So it wants to change everything from on memory to it. What it does is it like lays out like all these panels and little Pikmin come and they like pick them up and they go and then they go to the other system and they go it's it's amazing Uh, and like I mean they took time to do that like they didn't have to right how many people are actually gonna do that just me because I buy a five billion 3ds's so all right anyways that's gonna do it for this week's podcast we gotta go it is late thank you all so much for sticking with us and hope you buy some games some carnival games um i can't believe you bought that that's ridiculous um, i saw it i bolded it on our sheet i can't believe that anyways you can find us everywhere on the internet nintendodispatch.com we twitch this thing live at twitch.tv slash nintendo dispatch and you can follow us on twitter at dispatch podcast that's gonna do it for this week this has been your nintendo dispatch <laughs>